Who day? What up? Who day? Who day? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Bengals. Who day? All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. This is the Voice of the Jungle. You are here. This is Tanner and Brendan. Right now, we are sitting down. Um, it is February, and we are still talking about the Bengals because, as everybody knows by now, the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, and it feels surreal to even say. And although well deserving, it is still it feels it it doesn't feel real. It it it's it's indescribable by words. I don't know where you were watching it at, but but we were at the bar watching it, and the place was absolutely electric. Um, hugging and kissing strangers, crying, you know, people people hoisting babies into the air. It was just absolutely electric. And these are things that you can't take back from the city of Cincinnati. We are here in the Super Bowl. This is the biggest thing of this is the biggest event of my life in regards to sports and being a, a hometown Cincinnati fan. And you know, as we let off, I'm sitting here with Brendan. We're gonna talk. We're gonna break it down. Um, tell me what your thoughts on the Chiefs game. We we made it to the Super Bowl. We won. Um. The first half, I thought we were gonna get dragged into the dumpster. Uh, I, they were. Doing, I thought we were done. They were doing whatever we wanted, but then that stop right before half, they left the door open, and then we made adjustments and dominated the second half, and that was the difference. the The defensive adjustments at halftime were the reason we won, and obviously Joe Burrow refuses to go down without a fight. And willed his team on his back to victory once again. And that's the difference. In the past, with the quarterbacks we've had in the past, we would have dropped down and lost by twenty by twenty eight to forty eight. Or I mean, we played Kansas City with Dalton on Thursday night. I'll never forget that. Forty eight to ten. <laughs> we were undefeated going in. They flexed us to prime time and And we lost. That was a disaster. And I mean, you even you bring that up ten years ago, not even ten years ago, when the Bengals were were looking like a solid team, and you know were were really something, you know, coming out whether it was two thousand and fifteen or you know any of those years that we made it to the playoffs, the Bengals really stuck out as you know being the team that had all of the weapons, but not anything that can make it work. They didn't have the cornerstone of the building. Everything would always fall apart. And, you know, you you can blame it on one, not blame it, but you can put it on one person's shoulders all you want. You can you can say everything is Burroughs, but it really is the team, Zach Taylor bringing in the culture, um, having this selfless culture, and I know you absolutely hate Zach Taylor. I, um, I told you that he's grown on me because... He's he's learning on the fly. He's definitely all right. Any Bengals fan who watched every game this year knows he's lost us at least two games. We only lost how many? We've what? lost seven. And how many of those were directly? You said two were direct Zach Taylor violations. Yes, yes. What were they? I'd have to go back and look at the schedule and, and Zach Taylor can't lose us games. Tape. He doesn't lose us games. But to think about it, we. He's the reason this is working is he's growing with the young team together. Yes. 
So very much so. We have a young guy who's learning on the fly with a star quarterback, and they believe in each other, and that's what's made this work. And we're we're one game away from lifting the Lombardi Trophy. I can't even believe to say that we're one game away from a Super Bowl parade in downtown Cincinnati. Yes, this is it. It again, it doesn't feel real. This is something that I know we've dreamed of, literally dreamed of. And to be able to talk about it, and it's just the city is on fire. You know, you can't find jerseys anywhere. I was out today shopping. Bengals gear is gone. Um, I had a custom chain. I will tweet out the link. I had a custom Shooter McPherson chain made. Uh, It's a big-ass 3D printed thing. It is freaking awesome. I absolutely love it. I'll put a link out on my Twitter. But the, the, the community around Cincinnati, even even up into the point once you know getting Joe Burrow accepting Jamar Chase and building this new team of players moving on from the Marvin era it feels like the community is behind everybody this is a community driven thing you know the players are shopping at local shops this is something that it feels very tangible with the players in the team, it doesn't feel like, you know what I mean? This is a big Hollywood team that, you know, like the one we're going against a big, the big Hollywood team. This is a local team. These guys live in the, in the same neighborhoods as us. These guys live, you know what I mean? Around us. This is, you know, this is our team. And even being a fan of that team and growing up with it, buying the merchandise, paying taxes and owning, you know, the stadium because we're, we're taxpayers, you know, it is really a, communal effort and just to be a part of something so big as this is it's truly amazing and I know the players feel the same way this is it's something that that you know our parents have seen but we've never seen this is our generation this is this is when we get to do this and I know we're going to watch the Super Bowl and hopefully bring that big trophy home it doesn't get much better than Snoop Dogg Eminem, <laughs> Dr. Dre, and then the Bengals in the playoffs. Now, the the reason I love our story and I think that we are going to win is we built this team. We didn't do it the flashy way that the Rams did, trading all their draft picks for Odell Beckham, for Von Miller, for Matthew Stafford. They They didn't build their team from the ground up. They purchased it. So I would like their team of all-stars and veterans to get slowed down by the young upstart Bengals. I think f- I think age is the difference. I really think us being younger is the reason we're going to win. This is the 20th game of the year. That's insane. Or the, 20, or the 21st game of the year. These guys that the Rams have that are in their th- lower to mid-30s are going to be absolutely exhausted. We got guys under 25 running our squad. I think we're going to be fine, and it's going to be ages. We do need to be careful because who's not going to want to watch Dr. Dre at halftime? Oh, absolutely. You know Jamar is going to be sticking his head out of the locker room trying to check out Eminem and Snoop. Oh, well, I'm sure they get to hang out with them after they win. You know, it's – so, and going back to – well, Snoop's a Steelers fan, so fuck Snoop. Fuck Snoop, the Steelers fan. <laughs> You're right. He is a black and yellow. No Steelers bandwagon fan. Sorry, Snoop. Who day? Sorry, Snoop. 
Although you're the best boxing announcer I've ever heard. <laughs> Snoop a boxing announcer? What was he on? Rough and Rowdy on Barstool? Wait, you didn't you didn't see he announced the Tyson fight? Did he? Oh no, oh, I did hear about that. It was hilarious. I heard about that. I didn't want to watch still- Mike Tyson fight. <laughs> he's still got it. I know, but he's old and beat up and like I don't want to watch two Snoop's, old men fight. Snoop said it reminded him about of his uncle's backyard fighting at a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about accurate. Oh, Snoop. But, I mean, you do bring up a good point. Snoop is a Steelers fan, so, you know, that's not cool. But overall, yeah, the halftime show, do you, do you think that being in L.A., even though we're the home team playing against – the actual home team. Do you think? I mean, the crowd is going to have any any effect in this? I mean, we we were worried about going into Kansas City, but it clearly didn't have an effect. So the Kansas City for the AFC Championship, I think they said the average cost of the worst seat in the house was a little under five hundred dollars. the The cheapest seat for the Super Bowl is six thousand five hundred dollars. So. Yes, people in L.A., a lot of them are filthy rich, but even for the even for the wealthy human being paying that kind of money for a Super Bowl ticket, I'm not sure that the home field is actually going to impact the Super Bowl. It's going to be celebrities. And, yep. And people yep. That a lot live of corporate tickets. And people that live out there that aren't even Rams fans. Yep. They're fans of wherever they came from, so I don't really think it'll impact too much, and I don't think the Bengals care. I, no, that's a good point. I don't think, and you know, and I think the the quote was taken out of context, but like, what was it about Burrow saying LSU? You know, playing in the SEC had louder stadiums. I I do think that was taken out of context. Well, he said it, but, he said it in October before we played Baltimore. Okay, and of course they tried to create some story that wasn't there right before we played them. Yep, sounds like the media. They hate the Bengals. Oh. The media hates the Bengals. I can't wait until we lift the trophy and they have to bow at our feet. (laughs) Because they still, other than Randy Moss, which is biased because his son's on the team, has not given us any lick of credit. So I know already in preparation for this Super Bowl, um, most area schools have Monday off. Um, I've already taken Monday off from work. I will not be going in. I don't know about you. But there's not a, a damn chance you're going to be getting me out of bed from wherever I, I crash my head at. I've got the hotel booked downtown. I think it. I think when it wins, when when the Bengals win, it's it's going to be crazy. And I I want to be a part. I want to be boots on the ground. I I want to bring a camera down and get some of the reactions in Cincinnati of of people there. You know, we can't have a viewing party at Paul Brown. I want to be. In the mix, this is this is something that we never thought we would see in our entire lifetime. I always thought we were going to be a laughing stock, didn't I, you? So, when we had Dalton, of course, <laughs> but because he was bone flat average, Marvin, you, you don't even get me started on Marvin. He's Marvin. critical in the Bengals' history, Marvin. It's Marvin, not a. It's not. It's Marvin it's, saved us. It's from not by bow. It's it's not by chance that he leaves and we go to the Super Bowl within three years. 
It's I, not I, by chance. I, I really. <laughs> we I, get rid of Marvin three so years ago to the Super Bowl. I think it's the added. Not it, Marvin was fantastic for the Marvin Bengals. Was, I don't care what anybody says. He got us seven playoffs. That's impressive. he never won one. So the the thing that I think is the reason why we've had this change is obviously Joe Burrow and his attitude at the position. The guy's tougher than nails. He gets knocked down. He gets right back up. Doesn't have butter feet in the pocket. Doesn't freak out. I mean, I don't know how many quarterbacks could do what he does. He gets hit all day, every day, and he gets up, and he lives another down, and he's still at the end of the game trying to win. We had no business winning the Tennessee game. Nine sacks, and he was hit five other times? No, that, nobody can do that except for a guy who's willing to put a team on his back and say, I refuse to lose. And that's Joe Burrow, and I think that's why we're going to win the Super Bowl, because of that guy's attitude. At any point in the game, he can fire up his team. His teammates know they're not out of it. They know they got him, and they can ride him to the finish. And especially after that win in Kansas City, I think especially, coming down from a loss, or you know what I mean, from losing at halftime and, and rallying back, the, the defense did exactly what, defenses are supposed to do and that's adjust that's read the read the offense in the first half and make those adjustments they were down they made the adjustments at halftime and they came back and won Lou Anarumo in two second halves against Kansas City has only given up six points six points the guy has got to got to get some credit for one of the best coordinators in the NFL I'm actually shocked he hasn't been plucked for a head coaching job at this point. He's done a phenomenal job. Now, is that one touchdown or two field goals? Two field goals. That's that's an incredible stat right there. And that includes the overtime segment, obviously. That is an incredible. And this is the Kansas City, which their offense, as we know, is the most potent in the NFL. Speed, creativity, Patrick Mahomes. He still found a way. I mean, we beat Kansas City twice. Let's be real. The AFC runs through the Bengals. We've taken the best down it twice. absolutely does. Every team that's thought they were better than us, Pittsburgh, we beat them twice. Baltimore, we beat them twice. Raiders, we beat them twice. Kansas City, we beat them twice. Titans thought they were awesome. We beat them. Now let's finish the deal against L.A., which has a connection to Taylor because he was he came from – LA three years ago where he was the quarterback's coach of Jared Goff. Yep. He's worked with Cooper Cup. He's worked with these wide receivers. I think it's a huge advantage that he was on that staff. Um but do you think it's an advantage to them that Taylor that they're playing against Taylor? No, I don't actually. Because Jared Goff is so much different than Joe Burrow. I think he's had to change. But the organization I mean, the organization is still... I, I think the scariest thing about L.A. is is they're, they have pieces that have been in the big games before, like Von Miller with Denver. We have a bunch of young guys who had, don't have Super Bowl experience. Yep. I'll tell you the one guy who's going to be making his first Super Bowl appearance that I'm honestly just glad to see on the field, and that's Andrew Whitworth. Could you imagine if we would have kept him? So, there was an interesting article written about Whitworth this week. I don't know if you saw it, 
where he said that the, the the rest of his team was like stretching and stuff before the NFC Championship, and he walked up to McVay and he was like, "I gotta go in the locker room and see if the Bengals win this or not." I got too much. <laughs> I got, he said, "I got ten years invested in that city," and he went in the locker room and watched the rest of the game while the rest of his team was stretching and getting ready for their game. Oh, that's awesome! So I am happy Whitworth is in the Super Bowl. Do you I think? Do you I think maybe he'd take a dive? I don't think it's a mistake that the Bengals didn't re-sign him though, because he asked for a lot. He asked for a lot of money. He was, but he was worth it. He was really old at that point. Usually, offensive linemen do not right, play but he's as still, but he he's still. So here's the thing: is for number one for him, it's a win. But being on a Super Bowl team this year just goes to show you that him being old is not even remotely part of the discussion. He's fine. He was fine back then. He is. He's but, going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the type of investment we were going to have to drop in to keep him Correct. at his age is not worth the investment. Correct. So these other, as many know, Mike Brown is the only owner whose only business is the football team. So he was thinking from a business decision. I'm not going to invest in an old player that's probably going to retire in a couple of years. Nobody thought he was going to play four more seasons. That's <laughs> it's just like I mean, just like Tom Brady. It's like the guy played forever. Yep. Father time, you always wins, except for if you're Whitworth and Tom Brady, apparently. Well, and Clark Harris. That's because of his and position, Uber. though. <laughs> Their positions, though. That is true, but nonetheless, <laughs> like Whitworth literally gets rocked every single play, every game. <laughs> like it is a, every game just gets ran. Like that guy, it's a miracle he's alive at this point for how long he's played <laughs> offensive lineman. He has played for a long time. Yeah, and he's had a wonderful career. I just hope it doesn't end in a Super Bowl. <laughs> I I totally agree. Um, I I really do think the Bengals are going to come into this. They're four-point underdogs as it is now. Um, all of the lines I've seen at least have them at four points. I checked today. Um, yeah, I saw four as well. I think if you ask anybody, you take the Bengals four points. You take the Bengals. For sure. Absolutely. And, and in general, I don't know if it's the same for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, but home field is usually three and a half points. So they really think the Rams are only a half a point better than us, which basically the basically think we're equal. I... I, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to come down to defense. I think it's going to be what the defenses can do. If our defense can hold Matt Stafford and rattle his cage, you know, force him out of the pocket, Stafford Stafford is good. Stafford is a very good quarterback. He's really good, but he's never beat the Bengals in his career. He's 0-3 against the Bengals in his career. <laughs> yeah, but he was on Detroit, so it's not the same right. situation. But But at the same time, Matt Stafford is a very good quarterback, although I don't think he is a speak of the devil. We're watching the Pro Bowl, and here's Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow. Um, number one, I love that chain, and that's that's got to be one of my favorite quotes from Burrow. Um, did you see that when they asked him about his chain? Yeah. And he said, "I mean, I don't, I make, I make too much money for this to be fake." <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Was, it's the it's attitude. Like, the thing it's, was is. He wasn't. Is trying. that Matt Stafford's mom? Oh no, that's the reporter. That's the reporter. <laughs> I was gonna say, damn, <laughs> damn, damn, Mrs. Stafford. 
<laughs> Matt Stafford has lost so much weight since he left Detroit. He used to be a fat ass in Detroit. He, yeah, I mean it's he, cold. It's cold in Detroit. You gotta have some extra weight on you. I mean, I mean, but really, okay. So Super Bowl Sunday, six thirty p.m. Los Angeles. Did the spread just move to four and a half? Over under at forty eight. What do you take? I'd say under. I'd say under, too, but it's going to be close to 48. It is going to be very close to 48. Because I can't believe the spread has moved again so to, I, the, to the ramps. You know what? Let it move. I, I don't care about the spreads anymore, uh, because mainly because, first off, the media just will never respect the Bengals. We need to just get over that. But the spread is about what casinos pick. Also, on a side note, if the Bengals win a Super Bowl, I'm buying a picture of Mike Brown, framing it and hanging it in my dad's basement. <laughs> I want, I want to pick. You know, you have to have a picture of Zach Taylor. I, yeah, I will. I want, I want a picture he, of Clark Harris. I want one of Burrow McPherson. I want everybody. I'll I want cre- them all. I'll create a Bengals Hall of Fame in my basement. Of yes, this team. yes. I'll, oh, I gotta get, I gotta get the Chase one signed somehow. And I'm just I'm thankful that I went to as many games as I did. I probably went to five five games at home. Yeah, I mean, it's the I can't describe the excitement in this city. Like you walk around the grocery store, everybody's wearing Bengal outfits. It's all Bengals everything. And everybody's saying who day, smiling like they're gonna pull it off. I can't believe it. Yep. Yep. It's the confidence, like I. But what what I'm what I don't want to happen is the team to be like, oh, we beat Kansas City. They're the best team in the NFL. We're gonna win the Super Bowl. We got another team that's just as good as Kansas City waiting there for us. Yep. And if we have that mindset, we're gonna lose. Yes. So that's what I. Which hope. is why I like us coming in as underdogs. I want us to be confident. I I don't want us to feel like we shouldn't win. Yeah. Like, that's what Burrow was saying when he was like, I'm sick of this underdog crap. Because he doesn't want his team to think he's an underdog. Right. But at the same time, every time he's been the underdog, he's coming well, on top. Every every must-win game, what is it? This is number eight. Every must-win game he's ever played, he's won. So That makes me feel good. That's also true. I mean, he's... So, but he's... His dad said in an interview that he did for a podcast the other day, for Cincy Jungle, and he was saying, my son can block out the noise. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about everybody else blocking out the noise. Like, he said, my son doesn't even answer his phone if I text him. <laughs> like, he is the most unconnected person ever, and he does it on purpose. He has no social media. He has one, and then he occasionally will reactivate it just to tweet once and then unreactivate He's been posting on Insta. He posted on today. He He did one yesterday. All is the it Super him Bowl or is shit. it his no, agent? Or is it his agent? No, it's him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's back. He's hyped for the he's hyped to be in the Super Bowl. I hope so, because he didn't he didn't see And you heard you, after you he saw you saw the Cuddy jersey. The Cuddy jersey. That pissed me off. He gave it to a lifelong Cleveland Brown fan. <laughs> You've gotta be kidding me, Joe. Be a little bit more tapped in. You gave hey. it to the that hey. guy worships the Cleveland Browns. Hey, if if Kid Cuddy texts me and asks me for my jersey, I'd give it to him too. It's Kid fucking Cuddy. Hot take. Kid Cuddy's a shitty rapper. Oh, I can't believe you would just say that. 
Oh my God, you are. I am disgusted with you right now. He had what three or four good songs, and that's it. Get the get the fuck out of my house. You are disrespectful. He's you are a Cleveland Brown. Flush Kid it Cudi down. Kid Cudi is one of the best rappers to ever walk this earth. He is easily one of the best musicians to grace the 21st century. Yes, he no. absolutely is. You no. don't even know what you're talking about. You listen to Lotus 24-7. You don't know rap. You don't know. You don't even know. When's the last time Cudi came out with anything? You haven't heard anything. No, you don't. Cudi is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Easily a top five. No doubt. And the fact <laughs> Definitely that, not top five. And the fact that you would just roast him like that and just toss him under the bus. <laughs> I could disrespect. Name, I could name 30 better rappers. And he, you would name Chris Webby, who absolutely <laughs> tanked at the Super Bowl, or tanked at the playoff game. That was not Chris Webby, you idiot. Or not Chris Webby. Uh, that was Cal Scrooby. Cal Scrooby. rapper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's... He's not even in the top 500. <laughs> yes, you would. You would put Cal Scrooby as top five. <laughs> yes, you would. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Do I have to really give a top five on life? <laughs> yes, top five rappers. Dr. Dre. No. Yes. Eminem. Asher Roth. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Um... Lil Wayne, no. For all Wayne. you younger folks, Lil Wayne was really fire, so look at <laughs> <laughs> Number one is Lil Wayne. Gucci. Khalifa Gucci. I don't even know if Khalifa's top five, honestly, for me. Um, Gucci. It probably Jay-Z. goes Wayne, Wayne Gucci. Ugh. Jay-Z's great, <laughs> you Ugh. I don't like Jay-Z. Young Jeezy. Jeezy, no way. No way. Where does Chingy fall on that list? Chingy? I love Chingy, but definitely not even in my top 20. What about Crime Mob? Hell no. Ludacris, hell yeah. <laughs> Ludacris. Oh, I love Ludacris. Classic. But I, then- do, I do think this is going to be one of the best halftime shows. There is Mary J. Blige on. I'm interested Snoop to, see, to see what antics that they all bring. I'm sure Snoop will have antics? something great. What do you mean antics? Here's my problem. is Eminem is going to be a Matt Stafford fan because he's from Detroit. That that piece. <laughs> yeah, probably. He is. But yep. Um, yep. They should have had Flocka so he could wear, the, oh, wear his Bengals hat. Flocka, the Bengals fan. I'm about to get. I'm about to take a screenshot of that. Oh my god, that's what I'm gonna do after we record this. I'm taking a screenshot of Flocka and the <laughs> Bengals hat. Who day from Flocka Flame? For those that don't know, Flocka frequently rocks a Bengals lid. Absolutely, and especially in the song "Body Bags" that I listen to before every single game. <laughs> yes. Yes, that music video is is rated 18 plus for sure. Almost definitely. Oh, <laughs> uh, so the the spread or the uh, the over or under right now at 48 and a half spread looks like it has moved as we've been speaking up to four points right now. Four points to the Bengals against four and the Rams. Four and a half. Four and a half. Which is straight. Disrespectful. No, I thought it was up to four. Four, four and, and a half. half. Four and a half. So disrespectful. 
you know, I'm just I'm very proud of where the team has come from. I'm very excited to see where the team is going, and I can't wait to see Joe Burrow lift that Lombardi trophy, and I can't wait to see him break out the cigars because we're going to be dancing in the street. This is going to be one to remember. The Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Orange fireworks are going to be going off downtown for sure. I might I might call up um, half price over in Indiana. They'll come and open up the store for you for anything under twenty five, but or if you buy twenty five dollars or more, they'll open up the store for you, firework wise. And I thought about calling them like I'll buy all your orange fireworks. Like <laughs> I'll come in and I'll just buy out all of them. I don't care. So, what are your three keys to this game? Like, if the Bengals were going to win, what were the three things that have to happen? Got to protect Joe. Yeah, Darnold. Defense. Is a, defense has got to score. Defensive score. Like a pick six. I don't, I don't think it's a key to the game, but I think defense is a key to the game. And I think. Like, do you think there will be a pick six? You said defense. I think, I think there will be. I think pick there will be. Pick six or so if Stafford throws an interception, ran yes, for a touchdown. Yes, correct. Correct. Not a fumble recovery. Correct. Okay. Correct. I think a full-on pick six. Who does it? Wuzier or no Apple? Apple. I think it's an he Apple. Finally secures one. I think it's. A, I think it's an Apple. Blowing the I one think, in the Kansas I think City game. I think it's an Apple. I would love that. Apple. I think Apple. It's an Eli Apple interception. The guy who needs his agent six. to grab his Twitter immediately. <laughs> that guy talks. <laughs> So much shit. That guy just straight tagged so Tyreek Hill and called him a scrub after the Kansas City. <laughs> he game. talks so much shit on Twitter. Oh, but I love it. I love it. I think it'll be an Eli Apple interception right. pick six. And then your your third one. Third key to the game, I think, is going to be throw the ball. Throw the ball. Mixon can only do so much. He's not. I mean. I think we need he's to not a Derrick Henry. We obviously do need to run it to make the game plan work, but throw the ball. We need to use Higgins. We need to use Uzama. Hopefully he's back. I mean, we need to use Boyd, use Chase, obviously. Use everybody. We have P. Ryan. Get everybody we have. Throw it to Mixon. I mean. Yes, use Mixon in the pass game. I think the third key to the ball is get, or third key to the game is get the ball in the air. What about you? What are your three? My first is um, I think the matchup of Chase and Jalen Ramsey, the best. I love it. Best corner in the NFL versus, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the NFL. Yes, I'm Bengal biased, but I do think he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. But that brings me to my second key: if Ramsey is guarding Chase, the uh, the corner that's going to be guarding T. Higgins is only five eleven. T. Higgins is 6'4". Throw it to Higgins all day on that matchup. He's got five inches on him. Secure the bag. So I think uh, Higgins is going to go off. The Higgins-Burrow connection is my second key. My third key is obviously Aaron Donald, um, best pass rusher the league has ever seen. Um, Obviously our weakness is offensive line. I think we do need to be creative in protections, whether that's using P. Ryan as a back to help block or use get sample more more um, more snaps than he usually does. I, I do hope Uzama's better, but I think in this game, no matter what, we were going to have to use sample more than Uzama just for his blocking yep. capabilities. Um, I do have 
Um, let's each do an MVP prediction. My MVP prediction is actually Joe Mixon. I think he is going to. You think it's going to be a Mixon? Yeah, I, I think he's like, like he gets so fired up, and I think he's going to have like one big run in the first quarter, and then he's going to go absolutely crazy. He's going to catch a bunch of screens. He's going to get. I think he'll have two touchdowns. You think Mixon's going to have two? One catching and one running. I think he's going to have over 100 yards rushing and over 70 passing. I think he's going to be the MVP, Joe Mixon, for sure. Oh, wow. That's a bold call. I think when he gets rolling, he's unstoppable. And he's so big that against the elite pass rush that the Rams have with, with Donald and Von Miller, if you swing a quick screen to Mixon, that'll work all day against them. And I hope we do that. I think it's going to be Joe Burrow, and and I think it's going to be five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. So what's your final score then? Four hundred yards. I mean, I think it's going to be a a shrimp fest. All you can eat. Put them up. I think it's going to be a, a massacre. Like you said, five touchdowns. So I mean, are you? Thinking? What's that put us at? Forty-two. Well, that's thirty-five already. Thirty-five. I think it'll be. I mean, you think we're gonna absolutely crush them? Yes. So what, like forty-two twenty or something like that? Yes, somewhere around there. Although, I... that is coming from with my heart. With my head, I would say more. It, it's gonna be like thirty-one twenty-seven. Bengals. Yes. I think it's gonna be a a defensive. I think it's gonna be a defensive game. I think obviously Jalen Ramsey is going to play a part against Chase, but I think you know our defense. I think this is going to be their time to shine. So if I, I think Mixon's for sure going to get MVP, but if he doesn't, it'll be T. Higgins. I think I think Higgins is going to go wild in this game. That matchup, he's got five inches on him. He's not an elite corner. I man we're gonna joe burrow is going to have a field day with higgins it's i mean i think over 200 yards seriously like he's going to tear him damn higgins is higgins and burrow have been locked in this entire postseason even more than chase and burrow because chase gets the top corner i mean higgins is just as good as chase and tall like i think that's going to be a weapon yep and um I think Joe's going to have over 400 yards. I just don't think he's going to have the touchdowns. Like, he's going to have – I think he's going to have two touchdowns, both to Higgins, and then Mixon's going to – or and then make, or he'll have three touchdowns, two to Higgins, one to Mixon, and the rest is going to be just Joe Mixon just pounding him once we have a huge lead. I think we're going to win 42-20. I'm dead serious. I, I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think anybody's stopping Burrow. No, We're this no, close. he's on a he war can, path. He can taste it at this point. Yep. And when a killer tastes blood, they grab for the jugular, and he's going to do that in this game. He's sick of hearing, oh, Patrick Mahomes is the best young quarterback. Justin Herbert's better than you. Burrow's going to say, I got a trophy in my second year. I'm the best young quarterback. Put yep. some respect on my name. The new Tom Brady. Going to the Super Bowl in my second year. The next Tom Brady. That's who he is. So there's some good thing you brought that up because there's some eerie similarities between Burrow and Brady. Brady got his first Super Bowl in his second year. 
he was the same age as Joe Burrow. Yep. When he won the Super Bowl, he also won his first Super Bowl against the Rams. Yep. Joe Burrow is about to win his first against the Rams, and I think Joe Burrow is just a br- in a breed of his own. I, I he's got elite killer mentality and elite passing precision in his throws. I would love to see Tom Brady mentor Joe Burrow. I would love to see that. I don't know what the possibility of that is, but I would love to see. Probably zero because his wife wants him to have nothing to do with football anymore. Eh, you know, well, he's I mean, going he to be running TB12, you know, his company. Yeah. He's going to be giving everybody athletic tips and how to train on the, the Tom Brady 12 diet. TB12. And he's got the TB12 clothing brand coming out. TB12. TB12. He's, trying, he's trying to do what Jordan did. He is. He is. Absolutely. Can't, can't blame him. The go to football trying the to repeat Brady. what the go to basketball did. Because yep. Jordan is swimming Speaking in of that, oh, you don't have an Instagram. Um, Brady and Jordan were hooping. I think it was today. There's video of them. Yep. At like a local. <laughs> I wonder if Brady's even decent at basketball. I'm sure Brady's fantastic at basketball. I could see him being terrible. I could see him being great. He's one of those guys that like it's it's my hobby. I have to be the best. Like, uh. <laughs> but overall, let's wrap this up. What do you so? What do you think? Give me give me your final words and breakdown of the game. What do you think is going to happen? Give it to me. So I think I do think the Rams are going to come out quick and score right away, and I do think the Bengals need to weather a first quarter storm, and then after that, it's game over. I think it's all Bengals in the second, the third, and the fourth. We get some M&M and some fireworks to celebrate the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think um, I think the main thing is going to be defense. I think it's going to be utilize all of the weapons. It's going to be the same thing that it has been every game this year. And it's going to continue to be, you know, the Bengals come and come and be the jungle cat. But, you know, again, I just want to just want to say this moment, even to be here talking about the Bengals going to the Super Bowl even for Voice of the Jungle, the shittiest podcast about the Bengals, <laughs> the the official worst podcast of the Bengals. It's been a long journey. I started this out making YouTube videos screaming about Marvin Lewis, and <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about going to the Super Bowl. It really is incredible. And, um, yeah, who day? Who day? Who day? God bless Clark Harris. <laughs>